Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Dee Bowers of Exposing Truth Ministries in Houston, Texas. Our ministry's mission is exposing the truth by exposing the lies of Satan. Today, I want to share a subject that everyone that has accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior will experience many times in their lifetime. How many of you guys thought or think that when you decide to surrender to Christ, your life would be much easier and all of your problems would be resolved? I was raised in a church, but never understood what was needed from me or from other people. As a new follower in Christ, Jesus showed up in spiritual ways I did not comprehend. Something as small as asking and receiving a parking spot close to the door when it's pouring down raining, or as incredible as changing the outcome of a cancer diagnosis, wow, I was not prepared for any of that. That was when I realized that there is nothing too small or too large for the Lord. As I grew stronger in my relationship, those little unexpected blessings kind of slowed down. The inauguration period was over, but his presence and help was consistent. Now it was time for the pruning, which I was not prepared for. We all suffer from what I call trials of faith, which is adversity from the Lord. Some people call them storms, but they all deal with having faith. The adversity could be anything unpleasant. It may include health issues, financial hardships, difficult relationships, temptations. But ultimately, all of these fit in the category of testing our faith. When these trials come, they hinder us in many ways from pursuing our normal activities from day to day. This adversity comes in many shapes and sizes, and all of us will face them. At this very moment, most of you are entering into a trial, leaving a trial, in the midst of a severe trial, or taking a short breather from some type of storm. No one is exempt. It cannot be avoided. If you have a pulse, You will have adversity. The question is, how are you going to respond? Many times we assume that the adversity is from the devil and don't even consider the fact that it could be from the Lord. It is God, not the devil, who originates trials of faith. God allows the devil to cause trouble in our lives for a reason, to get our attention. But we need to understand that it is not always about sin. What's happening here is he is testing us. We are being tested, corrected, and molded for God's kingdom through adversity. Many years back, I went through some serious adversity. I experienced spiritual attacks, rejection by those that I trusted and loved, and suffered deep financial losses. I was empty and broken mentally and spiritually. I sought spiritual help and was told by a Christian friend to count it all joy, knowing it would produce endurance. 
I looked at her and thought she was out of her mind. She said, go read James 1, verse 2, which actually says, consider it all joy when you encounter various trials. I read that verse over and over again, trying to comprehend. After meditating on this verse with others, I realized that James was not telling us to be happy in our pain, but rather rejoice because blessings will follow the suffering. And you know what? She was right. I can honestly say I now count it all joy. That adversity that I went through changed my life in many ways. The joy I received in my relationship with Christ outweighs the rejection, lost pain, and torment I received getting to where I am today in my walk with Christ. Let's look at what the Bible says about our trials. The Bible puts it this way in 1 Peter 1, 6-7. In this you greatly rejoice, even though now for a little while, if necessary, You have been distressed by various trials so that the proof of your faith being more precious than gold, which is perishable, even though tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Wow. If you think about it, it is really deep. I get five things out of this passage. The first thing I get is, You may be distressed by your trial, but you should rejoice. The second one is there is a purpose for your suffering and the purpose will produce fruit. Number three, you may be subjected to intense heat when your faith is tested. Our faith isn't tested because God doesn't know how much we have or what kind of faith we have. It is tested because often we are ignorant to just how much faith we have. And sometimes we don't think twice about it. Number four, gold may be one of the most durable of all materials, but it too one day will perish. When gold is refined, it sometimes passes through extreme heat to be refined to its purest form. In This fire or our adversity we endure, impurities are removed and we are able to glorify God. And lastly, it says our trials will happen, but we must remember, and this is very important. It says they will only endure for a little while. What we need to do is trust that he will keep us and walk with us through our trials and adversities. Another passage I would like to highlight on adversity is 1 Peter 4, 12-13. He tells us not to be surprised when it happens. It says, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal among you, which comes upon you for your testing, as though some strange thing were happening to you. But to the degree that you share the sufferings of Christ." Keep on rejoicing so that also at the revelation of his glory, you may rejoice with exultation. Many people believe that when we become Christians, our lives will be pain-free. It is just the opposite. 
We have many preachers and teachers that teach Christians are supposed to be healthy and blessed financially. It is this type of doctrine that has caused many Christians to fall away from Christ when they go through adversity or when the blessings are not financial. Being healthy and financially prosperous is not taught in the Bible. So how is that this false doctrine is still being taught and has survived for so long? It is because people do not read the word of God. Yes, in the Old Testament, God speaks a lot about blessing his servants with earthly health, wealth, and honor. Material blessings were part of the covenants for Israel. However, the New Testament's focus is on external, not earthly rewards, and of purging of sin. As far as it being taught today, the teachers are referred to as prosperity or word of faith teachers. When we go through adversity, it is sometimes difficult to determine why. Is it related to sin? Is it a test from God? Or is it due to the fallen world that we live in? The reason I ask is because if it's from Satan, we need to resist and pray against it. If it is from God, we need to trust him, surrender to his will, and rejoice through it. Because he has a specific purpose for the suffering which you may not understand until it's over. And if it is a product of our fallen world, we need to pray for God to intercede. For example, a storm due to a fallen world could be a family that has lost financial stability due to sinful behavior of the provider. So how do we know? What I'm going to say now is something that may sound or seem confusing. Every trial is from Satan and every trial is from the Lord. When the Lord sends trials or adversities, he uses Satan to initiate the task. When it is from Satan due to sin, it is also initiated by Satan and God allows it. But in both cases, God is in the mix. Satan cannot attack you without God's permission. And yes, God sees and hears everything that we do, think, and speak. I always hear from someone that God could not possibly keep up with every sin we commit. Well, if Satan can keep track of our sins in order to cause us havoc, why can't God also know about our sins? In the New Testament, Paul says that our struggles are not against flesh and blood, but with every spiritual evil force. That's in Ephesians six twelve, and that every affliction we will ever face has been disdained for us by God. That's first Thessalonians three period. See, God already knows what you're going to go through. As a deliverance minister, I can usually determine if the attack is due to sin based on the person's lifestyle or family history. I know that when Satan attacks due to sin, he brings in groups of spirits that attack many areas of your life. The attack may be mental, physical, and spiritual at the same time. Satan's purpose is to break you to the point of destruction where you will go running to God. This type of affliction will send most people to the Lord. Whereas both types of adversity are initiated by Satan and could strengthen our faith and bring us closer to the Lord, 
trials from the Lord are usually not as destructive and has the purpose of strengthening our faith, not breaking us from sin. I am somewhat hesitant to make a clear distinction after studying the book of Job. Although Job was blessed greatly in the end, Satan wrecked havoc in all areas of his life. Many teachers teach that Job had a pride problem. And that may very well be true because scripture does reveal in a statement that Job spoke on his righteousness just before God shut him down. Therefore, in our ministry, we don't just concentrate on evil. We also work with the individual's relationship with the Lord. Many times when we go through adversity, we get upset with God. You know, we rarely comprehend and understand at the start of a trial while we are going through it. But the key is we need to understand that if it's from the Lord, it is not meant to harm you and is actually for our good. God is in full control of the timing and intensity of the trial and will not allow it to go beyond his boundaries. As you go through the trial, God will walk with you and at times give you unspeakable peace and joy. My advice to everyone is don't waste your suffering. If one fails the test, the adversity will not cease. If the Lord is acting powerfully to get you to change from a sinner to a saint. And many times that adversity or that storm is all about getting you in the position that you were created for. While I am not without sin in my life, I can see increase in my faith with each trial. I may speak about my relationship and believe that I have great faith, but I realized during the trial, I am not where I need to be in every area of my life. Let us look at some reasons why we are tested. One reason is adversity establishes our faith. Many of us decide to walk with Jesus, but lack faith in his promises. It is very easy to speak faith, but very difficult to exhibit it. Apostle Paul tells us in Philippians 1.6 that once God has started a work in us, he will complete it. Another reason, adversity allows us to experience the power of God. When we experience trials, we realize the need to rely on God. Most people have no clue of the power of God and the grace he extends to us daily. The Apostle Paul willingly suffered many losses in order to experience the power offered through the resurrection of Christ. Paul said, I give up everything I have gained and count all of it rubbish to gain righteousness through faith in Christ. Adversity uh, prepares us to minister to others. One of the most valuable results of adversity is that after we receive God's comfort, we can share with others who face similar problems. We're sharing his deliverance, his greatness, and his presence to those that are enduring. I believe the best ministers are those that can relate to what others are going through. Adversity exposes pride. The sin of pride is the source of many difficulties. 
Hard times expose our pride because the adversity highlights our need for God and for others. In the midst of adversity, seek to grow in humility and receive God's grace with gratitude. And also, adversity leads us to reevaluate our priorities. We all need to look at our priorities. Where does God fit in your relationship with others and your obligations? Are you spending time with God, meditating and reading his word? Are your relationships with others healthy relationships? Are you separating yourself from those that cause strife and chaos? We can experience adversity when our priorities are out of order, or maybe we are trying to do more than God intends for us to do. We all know that the Apostle Paul wrote most of the New Testament. When I go through adversity, I always look back at his life. Paul's life is one of the best biblical examples of how adversity will and can bring a closer relationship with Christ. But his closeness to the Father came as the result of loss, hardship, and pain. If God allowed it in Paul's life, why would I even think that I could escape it? Before Paul became a believer, he killed Christians before the Lord struck him with blindness. He then became a bold servant for the Lord, leading people to Christ, sharing the gospel, and establishing churches. The adversity he endured included beatings, being stoned, shipwrecked, imprisoned, hard labor, hunger, exposure to extreme cold, and danger in many of his journeys. Yet, God rescued him through all of them. His attitude was that every Christian would suffer for his or her Lord. Paul sums it up when he says, We will be afflicted in every way, perplexed but not crushed, persecuted but not forsaken, and struck down but not destroyed. He tells us that we will have a momentary light affliction that is producing an internal glory far beyond all comparison. Adversity is painful and sometimes difficult to understand. Understanding the purpose will help you get through it and eliminate the negative reaction of hopelessness. Some of you listening today are going through some type of adversity. If you try to handle it through worldly means or without God, you will fail. A number of times you must deal with the same issues until you get it right. If the Lord is trying to get your attention, it will continue until you surrender and turn to him. Realize that the Lord is preparing you for your new life, free of pain and full of joy. Stay tuned. To our podcast as we continue to share the word of God. If you would like to receive teachings, emails, and notifications, go to our website at www.exposingtruth.org. Subscribe, like us, and support this ministry so we can continue to teach the truth by exposing the lies of Satan. Stay awake and informed, and again, keep us alive through your support. This is Pastor D with Exposing Truth Ministries in Houston, Texas.